Welcome, friends, to another exciting episode of A VGM Journey. And I'm your host, The Messenger. The track that we're playing in this week's show is Planet Wisp Act 1 from the game Sonic Colors, and that was composed by Tomoya Otani. We've got some pretty amazing songs for the show this week, a few requests, and a handful of classics as well, and let's not waste any more time and let's get right into it. This next track is a request. And this is coming from Cinematic Sound Radio, and they wanted me to play Pen and Monday from the game Secret Weapons Over Normandy, and this was composed by Michael Giacchino.
track that you just listened to that was Pen and Monday from the game Secret Weapons Over Normandy. It was composed by Michael Giacchino and it was requested by Cinematic Sound Radio. So thank you for that pretty awesome track. And I try not to like overly praise people's requests, but my jaw dropped the first time I listened to this track. I wasn't expecting it to be super amazing and it was and i know that michael giacchino has done some pretty amazing stuff with video games and also movies and tv and this was something and it's very john williams-esque which i really can't say that i'm surprised that he's capable of that because he later went on to do the score for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Because if I completely lied to you guys and said like this was from a Star Wars game, you would probably believe me. And I'm actually not really all that familiar with the game either. So I just quickly looked it up and saw that it is a World War II flight combat game where you go on missions that span throughout the uh, through the European and North African and the Pacific theaters during World War II. And this was around the time when Medal of Honor was a big deal and Call of Duty was first starting and getting off the ground. And I think during that time, there was like an overabundance of World War II games. So I could I could definitely see why I this fell under the radar for me. But this is some pretty amazing stuff. So once again... Cinematic Sound Radio, thank you for that request. We're going to move on to another request, this time coming from David Fleming of Game That Tune. And I'm not surprised that he wanted me to play something from Kid Icarus Uprising because it is one of his favorite soundtracks. And he wanted me to play the track Mysterious Invaders. And this specific track was composed by Yuzo Koshiro.
that track that you just listened to, that was Mysterious Invaders from the game Kid Icarus Uprising, and that was composed by Yuzo Koshiro. Oh, and this was also requested by David Fleming, so... Thank you, David, for that track. This was a pretty cool track, and it kind of goes a little all over the place, too. So it starts off pretty dark, but then you get the really cool electronic drums, and then it just goes really nuts with the, the orchestral parts, too. And to be honest, Kid Icarus Uprising is probably one of the few 3DS games that I probably should have checked out, but I've never played it. And I think what turned me off from playing it was hearing a lot of people complain about the controls for the game because it's best described as just kind of awkward. But I will say that the soundtrack for the game is actually really good. And I'm not surprised that it's really good because Matsuhiro Sakurai was the game director for it. And music's always been a pretty big deal to him, especially with the uh, Super Smash Brothers games where they have just these full-blown like soundtracks with a bunch of remixes and quite a handful of composers involved and it was the same way with Kid Icarus Uprising so that was a soundtrack where he kind of just got like quite a handful of the big guns uh composers and just had like the best of the best involved including Yuzo Koshiro and I think what's pretty crazy is that he wanted to tackle Kid Icarus of all franchises on the 3DS. Because at that point, there's been about a 20-year gap between the between Uprising and... I want to say it's Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters. I think that was the title of the game, and that was for the original Game Boy. So there was a lot of creative choices that were done with the game. And I think a lot of it really paid off. It's the main character, Pit... He's kind of a goofball, and they introduce a whole bunch of new characters that people seem to really like. And a lot of the ideas for that were first started in Kid Icarus Uprising made its way into the Super Smash Brothers games. So I think it was one of those games that I think people weren't really wanting really badly, but then wound up getting something that is kind of a mixed bag where it had a lot of good ideas and not so good ideas and I think it's a game that you either love it or hate it and I know that David is on the side of loving it so once again David thank you for that track I'm gonna move on to something that I've never done before and that instead of playing one track I'm gonna play two tracks and both of these are coming from The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap and I think these two tracks go well back to back. And they are The Minish Woods and Minish Village. And both of those tracks were composed by Mitsuhiku Takano.
those two tracks that you listened to back to back, they were Minish Woods and Minish Village from the game The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap, and it was composed by Mitsuhiku Takano. I should have clarified going into these two songs that these are an enhanced version of these songs. They won't 100% sound like that coming out of a Game Boy Advance, and that they were just cleaned up a little bit, a little more podcast friendly. I hope that doesn't really deter you guys too much or anything, but I think it was pretty good. Lately, I've been dabbling into Minish Cap, and I've been having a pretty good time with it. And it was one of those Zelda games that I missed out on. And it was mainly because it came out in a weird time where the Game Boy Advance was close to its end. And it came out about a few months after the Nintendo DS came out. And I was an early DS adopter. So, And even though it does play Game Boy Advance games, I just wasn't really interested in playing a Game Boy Advance game at the time. And I was just so obsessed with my DS. And I played a lot of Super Mario 64 DS at the time. And I stupidly skipped out on the Minish Cap. And about 15 years later, I'm playing it for the first time ever. Which, I can't believe it's been that long already. And in Minish Cap, you, of course, play as Link. And the main gimmick of the Minish Cap is that you're able to shrink down in size and have access to secret areas and like for an example you would be normal size and you're you're in the woods and you see see some mushrooms on the ground and you don't think too much about it but then you shrink down and the mushrooms are houses and the world is made up of these little tiny creatures called the pickery but they're also known as the minish so you're all right either way on whatever you call them and the gameplay it's very Link's Awakening like where you have the crazy items so I feel like the handheld Zeldas the items that you get I think they're a little more on the crazy and creative side compared to the console Zelda games not that that the Zelda console games are not creative in any way I just think that they're a bit more experimental on the handheld side I'm about three dungeons into the game, so I still have quite a ways to go, but it's been a good time, and the soundtrack, it's made up of a lot of remixes and also some really cool original tracks, and I've been really digging the original tracks, and I'm glad I got to play a couple of them on the show. I say it's time to move on to this next track, and you guys might get a little annoyed with me because this is technically not from a video game, it's from a pinball game, and I'm revisiting the soundtrack of Black Knight 2000. The track is Double Knight's Challenge, also known as two ball multi-ball and this was composed by dan forden brian schmidt and steve ritchie
That track that you just heard, that was Double Knight's Challenge, also known as Two Ball Multi Ball, from the game Black Knight 2000, and that was composed by Dan Forden, Brian Schmidt, and Steve Ritchie. And that's going to just about do it for the show this week. If you like what you've been listening to, check out the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcatching service that you could think of, I'm more than likely going to be on there. You can email the show at vgmjourney at yahoo.com, and you can also check us out on Twitter at vgmjourney. We have a Discord server for the show, which I will provide a link in the show notes, and you can hang out with your fellow VGM journeymen and talk about games and music and look at some cool art. We also have a Patreon for the show, which I will also provide a link for in the show notes. And at the $3 tier, you'll get access to our Patreon-only show called a VGM Side Quest which I host with my fiance Carly, where we just talk about anything game-related in game music. And at the $5 tier, you get a special shout-out at the end of every show, which I will be doing that right now. So I want to shout-out Bedroth and his son Shukapal from Very Good Music, a VGM podcast, and also John Harrington, John Regan, David Fleming, and Jesse Moore from Game That Tune. So thank you for your pledges, guys. And we're going to end things off with one more track. And this is a classic Commodore 64 track. This is the main theme from Monty on the Run, and it was composed by Rob Hubbard. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>